0: Welcome back.
1: Final segment, Hour One, Old School, 93.7 The Ticket, Jay Foreman, Nathan Brennan, myself hanging out. Uh, let's go to Honda Lincoln Hotline. Jeff uh, is on the oh. line. Jeff, what's happening?
2: Uh, how you guys doing? We're good. I was good. Uh, interested in your discussion you've been having on high school basketball and uh, thought I might be able to fill in some blanks as I was just recently retired from being the head girls basketball coach at Lincoln Southwest.
1: Jeff, as we were just talking about, it seems that Lincoln High Schools have figured out in the women's programs how to develop to get players within a program and within a scheme and to understand what's going to be required of them at the high school level and be more prepared as they walk in the door than the boys' programs. What is happening in the women's program that it's allowing it to develop at a higher level than the men's programs?
2: Well, I know at Lincoln Southwest, we had a huge push uh, to have our kids be multi-sport athletes, and uh, we got good response from that. And then about six years ago, we instituted uh, a weight and conditioning program in the summer where we had all of our girls' sports do it together instead of each sport do it separately.
1: Wow. Wow. And that that
2: way we had we had our strongest leaders from all of our different sports and they pushed all of our other kids to make themselves better physical athletes. And then at that same time, we would work our open gym times and our skill sessions around those times so that they wouldn't be occupied all day with being at school. Cause we know their kids and they want to do stuff in the summer too.
1: As you, as you put numbers together from your top level to your bottom level that that was under your watch, what kind of numbers were required for you to be able to put on uh, to make solid decisions on personnel and not having to keep somebody who who wouldn't necessarily help the program uh, long term? What kind of numbers do you have within your program?
2: Well, at a time when I first started coaching uh, as an assistant in Northeast, uh, when we had four high schools, we were required to field five teams and keep 60 kids. Now, on the girl side, that's a little bit difficult to do sometimes because I don't know that you can go into any school in Lincoln and find 60 kids that you can say are going to develop to become possible varsity basketball players.
1: Uh,
2: Part of the problem that you run against on the girl side is volleyball is such a huge sport in the state, and you'd be surprised at how little crossover there is between volleyball and basketball players. And a lot of that has to do with Club volleyball runs during the winter. Most practices are the same times when reserve and freshman teams need to practice because they have to practice from five to seven. And so they'll choose to go to club volleyball practice rather than be on the freshman or reserve team. Uh, My years, we had routinely between 30 to 40 kids come out that we would field four teams. Okay. Okay. We were, we were pretty lucky that we went through a stretch, uh, through from 2017 to last year, we made the state tournament six years in a row, and uh, a lot of that was done with, uh, we had a good freshman group come in.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify!
0: And we were able
2: to establish a really good culture of, one, our, our, our most important thing was to get our kids to play without fear of failure, especially for girls. We thought that was a very important thing. Uh, we worked on skills. And then it just became an expectation that we play to go to the state tournament. And that's the way our kids were.
1: Jeff, the, my, my question would be in this space, how did you get or did you get the lower programs on the same scheme uh packages that you ran at varsity to run the same things you were running so they'd be prepared by the time they got up to the higher level
2: that was always our goal uh when i first came in we didn't have a lot of uh talent we were kind of a zone team then we got some kids in and we made a decision we were going to play man-to-man that man-to-man changed throughout the years depending on our personnel sometimes we played a more of a pack line man to man. In the last couple of years, we were a little bit more aggressive, but we tried to filter that down through all of our JV uh, reserve freshmen just so they would have those basics, you know, running shell drill every day, those type of things. Uh, the basic offenses that we ran, we wanted to make sure that our uh, freshman reserve teams ran all of those. Any presses that we did, we wanted them to institute those inbounds plays so that by the time those kids did move up. They were familiar with what we were doing.
1: Jeff, how how important was using the verbiage and getting those younger players to know the verbiage that you, they were going to have to be have to be accountable for at the higher levels?
2: I, I think it's I think it's huge. Uh, you know, we we were fortunate that uh, my assistant, who's the head coach now, Tim Beretta, uh, he coached in the Lasers program. I helped him in the Lasers program. So we we did have a lot of kids come out of that program. We also had kids who played for uh, Nebraska TAC. We had kids who played for OSA. So we had a lot of those kids, but we would use, you know, verbiage on uh, like driving baseline and kicking a pass across, letting kids know that, you know, we called that throwing of Vegas. And so our kids got into that, and, and the more and more, it, it was something they kind of liked. And the more and more we did that, the better they were at that. And it just made everything more familiar. So you could say, we're going to, you know, we're going to run this fade screen. Or we're going to run, you know, we're going to drive to the corner, throw a Vegas type of thing. And I think that ultimately uh, helped everybody kind of be on the same page.
1: Jeff, thank you for, for calling in. Can I ask that during this basketball season, we had in into basketball season, uh, especially with our coverage of, of of Lincoln and the the Lincoln girls specifically that you stay in touch and kind of guide us through and walk us through we have your in, in, intelligence and intellect uh, as a part of what we do. can you do that for us
2: i uh, I would love to do that. I really appreciate you guys and i I, I love your show and uh, I think both uh, uh both you guys do a fantastic
1: job Jeff thank you kind sir. greatly appreciate it great stuff. Um, on yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, there's so much to that, Jay. Jay. A lot this, of, that, I mean, that's a, good.
0: It's a lot of the things that... That's good. I'm pretty sure I've seen Jeff a few times if he's with the lasers. And the,
1: stuff. So that's and, good. Uh, we'll we'll throw the break a and then we're going to get Jay Foreman's brain into Wisconsin football. It's Wisconsin week here at 93.7 The Ticket.
2: You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com